good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour live on this Thursday, October the 18th. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. Our toll free number 800 951 The website at allamericangold.com. How you doing? The sun is out. It is gorgeous. Uh, and you know what? We'll we'll call it unseasonably cool right now. About 80 degrees for the high. Uh, Just fantastic. The sun is out and getting old sucks. Uh, I woke up this morning. I mean, I I woke up. That's what I did. I woke up. I've got a massive migraine headache. And and, uh, Arlene, poor Arlene. She's got uh, some bulging disc in her back, and I'm like, what did you do? And she's like, well, I woke up. <laughs> I'm not kidding. So uh, later today, she's actually got to go down and get a, an epidural or so. I don't know. She's in horrible pain. She's a trooper, though. She made it in. Uh, I'm going to struggle through the show today. Uh, by the way, speaking of struggling, the Dow uh, down 300 uh, was down 90 something yesterday you know it had uh, you know i guess what it was the, the bounce where after it lost 1400 points ran up 500 now it's lost 400 of that uh as well a lot of things happened uh we'll, we will get to all of those is there a bank run in progress signs are pointing to yes and who is it and why is it important uh to us we'll talk about that and so much more uh but before i do you know what this is how fast our currency has depreciated i i know uh, most of you have probably seen the headline the i think it's the mega millions is approaching a billion dollars. <laughs> so first of all, I mean, just uh, reinforces how bad the odds really are of you winning, that, that the mega millions is, I, I know it's over $900 million. Uh, I, I don't even know when the drawing is. I'm assuming tomorrow, what is it? Well, Arlene knows, hold on, what? Saturday. The drawing's on Saturday. Uh, it's going to be somewhere closing in on a billion dollars. And you remember when they first started with the, these lotteries? Like the, the big grand prize, a million dollars, right? And people were like, oh, if I could just win that million dollars, I'd be all set. <laughs> now the prize is a billion dollars, and even that's not enough. Uh, well, I think I can make it work. I, I, I'll say I'm going to go out on a limb. Uh, if I won a million dollars, you know, you got to remember, you know, after taxes and all that, you're probably you're probably getting like four hundred grand, right? I still have to come to work tomorrow. Uh, but if I win the make, oh, well, first I'd have to buy a ticket. I'm not sure. I may buy one. Even you know what? It, it's I'm throwing money away. I don't recommend to anybody that you do it. But you know, it's a billion dollars. I'll, I'll, pro- I'll if I remember, I'll take a stab at it. Uh, but if I did win it, yeah, I probably wouldn't come to work the next day. But uh, nonetheless, it's just one of those things again, and I'm just, what happened? What happened that now it's a uh, million dollars, which used to be, I mean, that was like the big prize. 
uh, now is a billion dollars because, well, let's face it, a million dollars just isn't enough. Uh, gold and silver are about the only thing up today. Uh, gold's up five to six, but right around thirteen thirty. Uh, silver really, silver is uh, just hanging out. Silver's just hanging out around fourteen dollars sixty-five cents. Uh, the Dow's down three hundred and thirty. The S and P's down thirty-six. The Nasdaq's down over a hundred points. Couple of different things happened while you were asleep. First. The Chinese currency is now the lowest it's been in almost two years, Uh, 6.95. What does that mean? All that means is China is continuing to devalue. Uh, And right after we decided that they're not a currency manipulator, I don't even know. Is it even worth it? Do Do you follow that at all? You know, our Treasury Department, every year, they're, they're, they do some analysis. I don't know what it's comprised of. And they're supposed to say uh, which countries are unfairly manipulating their currency. And we cry and complain about the, the Chinese. Oh, they're manipulating their manu- But they're never on the list. I mean, if anyone manipulates their currency, it's got to be the Japanese. I mean, they, they no one monetizes money better than them. But, but nonetheless, uh, they didn't get put on the list. And the very that very night, so this was yesterday, that list came out yesterday. They said, you know what, we're watching you, China. You be careful, but you're not on the list. Uh, the People's Bank of China put the value at the lowest level we've seen. Obviously, like I said, in 22 years, it's going to break seven. Here's the difference. Gold would fall with the Chinese currency, and now we're at that point where it goes the other way. And we see this play out. I mean, right now, I'd love to see it over seven. Over seven probably puts gold over thirteen hundred bucks. Uh, so we'll continue to watch that. But that's not the big news. There's a bank run that's happening. It's a slow one, and all bank runs start the same, and they start with. The really, really, really rich people, because they're the only ones that really can run. <laughs> right? Most people are like, oh, I don't know, I can't move my money to Switzerland. I don't have that kind of money to move to Switzerland. I'll tell you all about it when we return. Patriot Radio News Hour, don't touch that dial. Another night, another blowout in Italian bond yields. Uh, and now it looks like. We may be at the very beginning. It's early. And we talked about this uh, the other day. We're going to have to wait a little bit. right? Italy's on the path to, to Greece. And we're all on the path to Greece. That's how fiat money works. I mean, it's just that simple. Uh, and now bigger and bigger. And you know what? Then I told you guys this, that it was going to spread. Now, for some people, the spread didn't ha- It's not fast enough. Trust me. This is going at lightning pace speed. Yeah, they were able to buy a couple years. And I've been telling everybody, you know, if you just listen, I want to help you. I want to help you be ready. 
Because here's the thing. They already know. The rich people know. The bankers know. The central bankers know. They know. So they're talking last night while we were all getting ready to go to bed. Most of us were probably in bed. A report broke about how rich Italians are emptying out their bank accounts in Italy and moving them to Switzerland. They said uh, just one group, uh, Albacore Wealth Management, they are a Swiss group that they have received a wave of of Italian liquid capital that the super rich are already a step ahead. The big fish have been organizing the expatriation of their wealth, and it's been happening for some time. And a trend that is eerily similar to the banking run that precipitated the near collapse of Greece. Italians are scrambling to convert their euros into Swiss francs and stash them across the country's northern border with Switzerland. And they said those accounts, and here, here's the key. See, and this is why most people can never get out. You need to have, at a minimum, two hundred and three hundred thousand euros in assets, right? And those ones are moving very quickly. Fear is creeping in. Families that have savings of two to three hundred thousand, they want to set up accounts across the border. But, of course, there's a border town there, I guess, you know, just like here. Right? You border with Mexico. You're right on the border. Right? You, you, you speak English and Spanish. Well, there they speak Italian and Swiss. And they said that Italians are lining up. They said that the law is uh, restricting the flows of money out of the country. These are the things. See, here's the point I try to make to you about how all of our wealth is encircled. Italy has similar laws. They haven't enacted them yet. They said that the laws that would restrict access of Italians trying to move their money out of the country have not been enacted for now at least. One expert claiming that that authorities are informed and that all transactions made on behalf of these clients are being done legally, but that may soon change. And they said that uh, as of Wednesday night, uh, Wednesday U.S., I'm assuming Thursday in Italy, The Italian government officially warned that a downgrade 
may be in the cards for Italy and that S&P and Moody's both later this month are going to make a decision on whether or not to cut Italian bonds to junk. Listen, this is big. This is why the Dow's down another three to 400 points. On top of the fact that you know what China's doing, China's got a clear path. Listen, there's no trade agreement coming, right? The 25, the Chinese, they believe Donald Trump. Come January 1, the tariffs are going to 25%. We're going to keep lowering our currency. We're going to keep devaluing our currency. Italy's on the verge of a banking crisis. But they told us they fixed it. And I know, I know, listen, I know. We're better than the rest of them. You're right, we are, for now. But think about it. Housing done. Boy, everyone, everyone's talking about housing now. Uh, of course, I warned you months ago about where housing was going. Uh, matter of fact, what was it? About a month ago, I did that article about Denver, right, and talking about how all of a sudden sales have stopped and inventories are spiking and, and everybody now is talking about it. The, the central bank, i got to tell you this, our central bank, people are starting to get it. They really don't know anything. They don't. And what's so funny to me is I don't understand why it is more people aren't out there saying, listen, it's time to end these guys. Let's go back to sound money. We'll get there. We're just not ready yet. Wait till they get to wipe everybody else out first. Here's what happened yesterday. So we they released. The Fed minutes were, you know, they hiked in September, right? And gold's been rallying ever since. By, by the way, every Fred rate hike is going to be more and more bullish for gold. Uh, and, and I actually really simply put, here's what the Fed is saying. We're going to raise rates until we break it. I mean, that's what they're saying. Think about what all of the financial idiots out on the idiot box were talking about when it came to P.E. ratios. Remember what they said. I know you do. I know that a lot of you out there, listen, you got a lot of money. Some of you don't. A lot of you are at least savvy enough, and maybe you got a 401K or an IRA, and you watch the market, and all of these super smart people tell you how it's different this time. And we have these the PE ratios, right? And 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 you're talking about profits, right? The the how many times above what a company makes do you have to pay for a stock, right? And we sit there and I laugh because essentially what they're telling you is you got to pay seventeen times. That's the average. 17 times more than what a company is worth. And you think, you know what, here we we don't even charge 7%. (laughs) They're charging 17 times. And they told us, hey, listen, these valuations, even though historically that's ridiculously high, 
they are it's warranted because rates were zero rates aren't zero anymore rates aren't zero anymore matter of fact if you believe jay powell rates are going to at least three percent talking about fed funds rate the 10-year note is going to at least four percent what does that mean i mean stocks right stocks have to go down if they want to follow normal times. But I still go out there, and I'm listening to these guys every day. I don't hear anybody saying it now. Whatever is convenient is what they say. Now that rates aren't zero, they're going to tell you something else. Right right now, what are they telling Well, we're the best. We're better than everyone. China's slowing down. Italy's Europe's got problems. And, 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 you know, Japan's got problems. The whole rest of the world's got problems. But we're okay. That makes no sense. It makes no sense. Matter of fact, and I know you're seeing the headlines, right? People are talking about China's really slowing down. Now, I'm not saying that it's negative growth there, but, I mean, this was a country that, you know, was at eight, now seven, now six, right? But if they just go to like three, you imagine if their GDP fell to our GDP, it'd be, it'd be catastrophic. Ford's already said they expect Ford car sales in China to fall 40%. By the way, car sales in Europe down 23%. Right here, right, we're only down 5 or five or 10%, but it, it's picking up speed. And then you start to really think about did we fix anything or did we not? And the problem just got bigger. Every time they raise rates, everything gets more expensive. They're talking about how now our central bank, right? And they've done this every single time. Can I, you know, why do we listen? Why do we have the full faith and credit when the central bank that is supposed to be the guru, they're supposed to be the expert? This is what they've done every time. Every time there's been a crisis, right, they lower rates. Now, we, now this time was, the last time was, right, we had the new toolkits, which was highly, highly dangerous claim that they fixed it now they're raising rates every single time now you think about it, they haven't been around that long I mean really a hundred years and 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 if you only really I really want to go to 71 when it really you know when we went fiat every time there's been a rate hiking cycle They've broken it. It's what they do. Why is this time going to be worse? And really, when you think about it, every time they break it, it's a little worse. And the reason is simple, because the debts are so much bigger. But think about the last time it broke. The debt wasn't $20 trillion. 
wasn't 15 trillion. The debt wasn't 10. The last time it broke, debt was about 6 trillion. And now we're in this quote-unquote longest uh, economic expansion in history. Well, what didn't they do during the longest expansion in history? They left rates at zero, right? They never touched them. We didn't grow a lot, but it wasn't too bad. Now they're touching it. It's going to break. In three months, the debt will be more than $22 trillion. But it's not just the national debt. Right now, uh, by the way, uh, J- was it J.P. Morgan or Merrill Lynch? Let me, hold on. Let me, uh, I just saw this the other day. J.P. Morgan. J.P. Morgan now says that the United States has to figure out a way to allow Illinois to file bankruptcy. Not just the national debt. Not just cities and states like Illinois. It's all the dead. Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, presenting a daily conservative pro-family perspective since 1983 and continuing the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. The biggest threat to what some call our democracy is not collusion with Russia, but collusion among high-tech monopolies in Silicon Valley that censor opposing political speech. The strong-arm tactics of the leftists who control Facebook, Google, Twitter, and Apple are making the Pravda of the former Soviet Union look like a free speech paradise in comparison. Shadow-banning conservative users, which consists of blocking or hindering the distribution of their Internet content without telling them, is a particularly pernicious form of censorship. The victim sees fewer viewers for his postings, but doesn't know why. Other tactics to stifle conservatives on the Internet have included taking down their YouTube videos, excluding their apps from smartphones, and disabling links from Facebook to conservative websites. The problem is so pervasive that it has attracted the attention of House Republicans and President Trump himself. Late in August, President Trump tweeted that social media is totally discriminating against Republican and conservative voices. Speaking loudly and clearly for the Trump administration, we won't let it happen. The timing of this political censorship less than 60 days from the beginning of our early voting in midterms is no coincidence. Control of the House of Representatives hangs in the balance, and censoring Trump supporters gives Democrat candidates an unfair advantage. President Trump continued, Too many voices are being destroyed, some good and some bad, and that cannot be allowed to happen. Let everybody participate, good and bad, and we'll all just have to figure it out. I won't mention names, the president said in an interview with Reuters, but when they take certain people off of Twitter or Facebook and they're making that decision, that is really a dangerous thing because that could be you tomorrow. The Department of Justice should take Trump's tweets to heart and investigate the Silicon Valley monopolies. If the DOJ can afford $50 million for Robert Mueller to search for Russian collusion around every corner, then it should have enough money to expose how one viewpoint's political speech is restricted by the corporations that control our major national digital communications. 
This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Political correctness is no longer simply about restricting speech. This tool for tyranny has led to employees being fired, pastors silenced, small businesses closed, and truth suppressed. Thankfully, the politically correct can't censor the work at phyllisschlafly.com. Join us, won't you, at phyllisschlafly.com. And thanks for listening to the Phyllis Schlafly Report. 800-951-0592. J.P. Morgan, just out, saying that the United States needs to figure out a way to allow Illinois to file Chapter 9. We're talking about the start of a bank run in Italy. The 10-year note in Italy now approaching 4%. Well, 3.75 to 3.8 right now, but approaching 4%. And let me explain to you what's happening. We'll use Illinois. As you know, my oldest son goes to school, goes to college in Illinois, plays football there. My wife and I and our younger son were just up there last week. And I'm going to tell you, it's incredible. Toll roads everywhere. Everywhere, right? They just essentially gave huge pieces of highway to the toll companies. right? They've done everything to, to come up with money there. The taxes on a rental car or a hotel roof, the rental car, half, almost half the bill was taxes. Right? They're, they have no revenue to, to, to make things work there. Our younger son, who is also a very good football player in his own right, a bigger version of Big Brother, an outstanding student wanted to tour Northwestern. Right, Northwestern, for those of you, very prestigious uh, college. His great-great-grandfather played basketball at Northwestern. And so we thought, that's wonderful. Right? And we're excited that he's thinking this way. And my wife and I, uh, we stayed an extra day. Part of why I got back wasn't on the air Monday. We spent that day touring Northwestern. Well, we we drove from Lake Forest, where my son, our older son, goes to college to Northwestern. It's not that far. And then from there to the airport. I'm not an expert on bridges. And I'm by no means an engineer. But when you can see the rebar on the columns that are holding up the bridge, right? that's probably not a good thing. When you look up at the steel girders, and they are flaking, like, I mean, huge Flakes that are, you know, you're, you're like, oh man, yeah, that piece getting ready to fall any minute now. You're, you're, you're not feeling real com- comfortable. 
And when my wife and I we were driving, we couldn't believe it. And it was bridge after bridge after bridge. And I don't want to exaggerate that every bridge was that way, but we took the non-toll route way from northwestern to the airport. We probably crossed under a dozen bridges. Over half of them, you're looking at rebar. All of them had the, the flaking on the steel there. But, but I point that out as to how broke and how bad it really is there. So J.P. Morgan comes out and says, well, they've got to find a way to file bankruptcy. And this is, this is what's going to happen. And again, it just gets bigger. They said, according to the study, and they've been studying this, I guess, for a while, because they update it, I guess, every year. By the calculations, 51% of the state's revenues would have to go towards the debt, pensions, and retiree health care. That's it. Just the interest payments on the right? Paying off the pensions and retiree health care, over half the money's already gone. They said it's mathematically impossible for Illinois. By the way, they're not the only state, but uh, I want to say the two that there's, well, there's more than two. Hawaii, Kentucky, Illinois. Give me a minute here. It's a little small for me to read. Uh, Massachusetts, Connecticut. Uh, did I say New Jersey? New Jersey. Uh, and it looks like, it, it's hard for me to tell, but it looks like it's pointing at Maryland. All of them need to file bankruptcy. Right behind them, Pennsylvania, California, West Virginia, Alaska, Georgia. I mean, you get the picture. Italy, the same problem. The United States, just think about what happened this year. I know. I know you, sometimes you get tired of numbers and all this stuff, but this is what's important. We spent half a trillion dollars actually more than that on interest in 2018 every point okay so i just told you the fed's going to go from two to three i don't think they can get past three i think three and and it's broken really broken that adds just two to three Adds another $250 billion. That would be assuming we don't add more, which we already know we're going to be adding, really adding close to $2 trillion next year. I know they'll come out with a number. They already know the number's going to be over a trillion, the small one. But remember what Jeffrey Gunlet said the other day. No one does accounting that way. I guess on a 
cash accounting basis, it was 1.27, which he also said no one can do, you can't do your taxes that way. Businesses can't account that way. The best case was $1.6 trillion last year for 2018, which is already over. This is what happens. Your debt gets so large, you can't make the payments anymore. Right? That's simple. We can all understand that. We all know people, and a lot of you listening, hey, you've had to file bankruptcy before. It happens. Problem is, when the United States can't pay for it, right there, well, there's only one thing they can do. Keep printing which just means the devaluation of your dollar is just getting started. Take the Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. Just a very fluid situation. uh, Real quick, uh, Wilbur Ross says that trade talks with China are on a hiatus. (laughs) In other words, uh, China's got no interest. We apparently have no interest. Also, Wilbur Ross, again, he's been popular today, says that talks with the EU are unsatisfactory. Uh, so I don't know if that means we're going to get ready here. Uh, remember, Trump backed down on the EU tariffs and said, hey, we're going to talk about it. Uh, apparently, uh, according to Wilbur Ross, the Europe the Europeans aren't being serious. They're unsatisfactory. Trade talks uh, with China are now on hiatus. Uh, again, back to Italy. This is moving pretty fast right now. Uh, the first, it was the European Central Bank president. Uh, that was out t- telling either this was Mario Draghi. He's the he's our Jay Powell. Here's what he said: questioning of the rules inside the EU can lead to a worsening of the condition in the financial sector, and therefore damage growth. Rules must be restored in the self-interest of all parties, especially the weaker ones. Respect of rules is essential as the openness for changes to deepening the integration. There is no evidence that to undermine all the rules will lead to prosperity. But it will carry a high price tag for all actors. Now what he's talking about is Italy wants to break the rules. Italy wants to run a big deficit. And the EU is saying that's against the rules. And listen, there's no evidence that it actually works. I mean, we keep saying it does, but it doesn't. Look at our deficit. But it didn't end there. 
Then, uh, according, this is just breaking now from Bloomberg. Remember, if you're just joining us, it appears, it appears that Italy may be on the verge of a bank run, that wealthy Italians are pulling accounts and going to Switzerland, which is the northern border country, to Italy. We've been talking about Italy for a while, and I want to—I just want to remind you again, pigs. Remember, we, we saw Greece. They were part of the pigs. Portugal, Ireland, Italy, Greece, Spain. Of all of those countries, Greece was the smallest. So they got whacked, right? They got the Lehman Brothers. And then they told us they fixed it. They didn't fix it. They covered it up with a bunch of newspaper. If there was any doubt that the standoff between Italy and the EU is getting worse, moments ago, according to Bloomberg, in a letter addressed to Italy's finance commissioner, or finance minister, the EU commissioners said that Italy's draft budgetary plan for 2019 constitute an obvious, obvious significant deviation of EU rules, and they said that the EU Council is an unprecedented in its history of the Stability and Growth Pact. So again, sounds like a lot like what Mario Draghi had to say. Serious non-compliance with budgetary policy obligations is what they are saying Italy is trying to do. So there you have it. Is Italy going to be next? My guess is, listen, they didn't fix it. I'm sorry, I wanted them to. If we could have prosperity through a printing press, look how prosperous we'd be. And here's the self-defeating part of all of this. As bond yield spikes, it's gotten worse. Right? It's it's one of those uh, self-fulfilling prophecies. We've got $22 trillion in debt. Raise Every time you raise a quarter point, that's $65 billion more dollars. <laughs> right? And it, the number grows because the debt keeps getting bigger. I mean, it's you know where it's going. We also know the Federal Reserve is going to break in. Of course, part of the reason, listen, they allowed for this to happen. Right? Why do, what are they worried about? They know the Dow should not be 25000 They know. They blew another bubble. But that's not the big one. It's the bond bubble that's the big one. Uh, right now, the Dow is down about 300 points. As uh, a bunch of Fed governors are talking, the, the ones that don't have votes are like, hey, we don't need to raise, but they don't have votes, so it doesn't matter. The ones that do have votes, hey, we're going to stay on this path which is we're going to keep raising rates until we've broken it. Uh, so that ought to tell you where, where everything's headed. Uh, gold's up four right now, $1,228 in change. 
silver is unchanged at six or fourteen dollars and sixty-five cents. I've got a couple of items. Uh, we'll run them here in the last segment. A couple of items for you today. One of them, uh, what we ran yesterday, the remnants of what we had yesterday. Uh, and then we got a great deal again on 20s because right now that's about the only thing out there, right? All the fractional stuff is seemingly disappearing very, very quickly. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. 800 uh, You know, and I, I think about Hungary yesterday, their announcement that the, all of a sudden, a country that hasn't bought gold in 70 years comes out and says we just bought 28 metric tons in two weeks and you start thinking about the bank run that is starting in Italy today and you know what happens if it picks up steam the Italians are going to enact just what the Greeks did. Hey, can't do that anymore. No withdrawing of your money. When you go to the ATM, you can take out $20, right? I mean, this is this is what they're going to do. They fully have encircled it. This is why I keep telling you, listen, it's fine. You, listen, we got to have money in the bank. Got to. Just how it is today. Right, and yeah, having you know having a four hundred one k and an IRA and all, that's not bad, not it's fine, but you got to have the insurance to go with it. Right, you got to have that gold, you got to have that silver. Uh, right now, I've got about twenty five five dollar libs. These were from yesterday at three sixty five. You're saving ten bucks. Plus, that gold went up five today. Three sixty five. I've got more twenties. About the only thing really out there. The price is good, though. One through nine at 13 and a quarter. Everybody that buys 10 or more, remember we did this the other day, at 1300 And I can probably do four 10 or mores. So those are 1300 uh, you think about a gold thirteen thir- or twelve thirty right now. It's only seventy bucks over. Great value, eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Take the time, put it away tomorrow. By the way, tomorrow very special show tomorrow. I will not be on. Glenn, the professor, is going to be doing the show tomorrow. It's all about what you need to know about Saudi Arabia. I think it's going to be great. I have no idea about the content or any of that. I just know what it's going to be about. Uh, So it's going to be a little different show today. But you think about uh, what's been going on with Saudi Arabia. By the way, Steve Mnuchin, uh, apparently we are not going uh, to Saudi Arabia. There's a big investment conference there. Apparently we're going to pull out of that. Uh, we'll have to see how all of this plays out. But tomorrow, uh, it should be really, really cool show tomorrow with Glenn, all about Saudi Arabia. U.S. $5 Liberty gold pieces at 365 And then the U.S. $20 Liberty gold pieces 
one through nine at 13 and a quarter, 10 or more, 1300, 800, 951 Patriot Radio News Hour, uh, final show for me this week. I'll be back on Monday. Uh, again, the Dow's down uh, pretty significantly today on on issues in, in Italy, really. A bank run starting in Italy, not to mention the Chinese devaluing again. Patriot Radio News Hour. Everybody take care, and, and I'll see you all on Monday.